movies, TV, Blu-rays. If somehow you've consumed it on the screen with your eyes, then you'll hear it on Scene and Nerd. Here are the hosts of Scene and Nerd, Casey, Pete, and Matt, with a little help from Casey Franco. episode as it is the week of Christmas and uh, it's that time of year when we're all hanging out with family and having good times and watching good holiday movies. So uh, let me just kick things off here. I'm your host Pacing Pete. Uh, alongside to, with me today I have uh, Mr. Everett Harn. How you doing Everett? He's a uh, he's uh, part of our GWW.com team. Hey how's it going Pete? Pretty good. Good to have you back on man. Yeah, yeah, it was good to be on. I felt like I was a little lame last time, but I feel like there was like four or five of us that time, so yeah, I'll get to speak a little bit more this time. We tend to get a little big over here with with a lot of the uh, the panelists. Um, and also returning, uh, she writes for Screen Rants and Movie Pilot. Welcome back, Miss Rose Moore. Hey, thanks for having me back again. Yeah, it's always a, it's always a pleasure to have you on to talk about all things TV and movies, but today we're going to talk about holiday movies and get people geared up for the the holiday season even if they are already doing that now um now uh we're just gonna have a little fun here we're gonna keep things uh light keep them open uh talk about our favorite uh holiday movies rose let's let's start things off with you what you know around this time of year or even any holiday people have uh you know certain movies they love to um watch like that's like you know they may have two or three movies that they watch as soon as the holiday hits and that's what it is and it's nothing else are you are you that type of person? Do you have just a few movies you watch and that's it, or or do you keep it all open and watch as much holiday movies as you can? I actually I have two movies that I watch every year, without fail, multiple times, okay. um, which are Love Actually and It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. And uh, but in, other than that, I actually love 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 holiday movies. So I watch different ones every year. We actually um, have set up about. 12 holiday movies to watch over the next couple of weeks in my house because we're insane <laughs> and we do different ones we do ones we've never seen before I try to find ones that I haven't seen before um, and yeah Netflix is fantastic for that I have been spending so much time in the Christmas section of Netflix yeah it's uh, I like that they do create those sections so you can go in and you can say hmm what do I want to see and kind of go out outside your comfort zone and, uh, and and try to find something different uh, everett are, are you the same way do you uh, do you and your wife watch uh, certain holiday movies or have anything lined up when this time of year comes around oh yeah yeah no we got the we got the kind of typical lineup with National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. You know, you have, I, I always have to watch Jingle All the Way. It's the best Christmas movie ever. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. You can't go wrong. Uh, I love, my, my father-in-law and I love Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton is incredible in that movie. And uh, the both the Home Alones, the, the two with uh, Macaulay Culkin, are pretty much mandatory Yeah, very, very, for me. Very, very true. No, those are, they're always on, and I definitely, like, since I was a kid, that's, Home Alone is definitely like a staple during uh, the Christmas time. Now, um, I want to have a little fun here. Like I said, I didn't write an outline for you guys. We're just kind of winging this. Um, you guys want to do a little uh, debate as to uh, taking one movie that you love during the holiday season and saying why this is the movie that should be the definitive holiday movie. 
I'm yeah. gonna vote. Oh, you're making me choose between my two favorites. This is deadly. I'm gonna choose Love Actually. Okay, Everett, what are you gonna pick? No, it's Jing all the way. All, right. all the way. Okay, all right, and I will take <laughs> and I will take Scrooge because I can't wait to talk about that one. Um, all right, Rose, let's kick things off with you. Why don't you tell us why you love Love Actually so much and why everyone needs to see it above all others? Okay. It is clearly the definitive holiday movie because it covers every kind of relationship that you might want to watch and relate to at the holidays instead of just seeing a little romance or friendship or someone who's alone or whatever. You see all of them, which is fantastic. Also because you get this whole build up to Christmas. So so many Christmas movies are just set on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day and Whereas Love Actually is starts six weeks before Christmas, so I actually start watching it six weeks before Christmas <laughs> and watch it almost every week until Christmas. That's I'm loyal that insane. That's, that's loyalty. <laughs> I adore this movie. You have no idea. And I know people get really, really mad about it, um, <laughs> and they're wrong. So. <laughs> you haven't seen the uh, honest trailer for it, have you? I have not. Okay. I Someone sent me once a thing about it that was putting it down, and I read part of it, and then I was just like, no, I yeah, refuse. Don't, don't watch it, Rose. I don't think you'd be too happy with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's like, it's it's funny, and it's sad, and it's heartwarming, and it's sweet, and it's about family and friends, not just about romance, and it doesn't have, like, it has a couple speeches that are awesome but it's not like like scrooge has that one giant cheese fest of a speech at the end mm-hmm. um whereas this one has like it's lots of little ones and then that the general idea is about love for everyone which is what christmas should be about so that's why it's awesome <laughs> also because hugh grant dances around too <laughs> Joe, that's funny nice nicely done uh everett why don't you tell us why Jingle All the Way should be the, the granddaddy, granddaddy of them all. Well, it should be obvious, besides its 5.4 rating on IMDb and 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> that Jingle All the Way is the best film, because not only do you have the Terminator, who is the father of Anakin Skywalker, tr- you know, he's trying to get a toy for, for Anakin, and Sinbad also wants that toy, and there's nothing that says Christmas more than just fighting over toys. And it's just, it's amazing. And it, you know, it, it's not just a Christmas movie, it's also a superhero movie. Because <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, he's an action star, he has to perform some action, some stunts, and he becomes the toy that his son wants. The, the, the figure that it's based off of called Turbo Man. And it's just, it's incredible. It features such lines as, put that cookie down! And <laughs> lines like, Jamie, it's me, I'm your father, Turbo Man! Oh my god, dude, you're nailing those uh, Schwarzenegger uh, lines just perfectly, dude. Oh, it's because I see, I watch this movie like, I watch this movie during the summer. It's <laughs> Oh, that's pure dedication. Uh, anything else yeah. you want to add to that, or is that, is that, did you want to just end it on the lines? No, no, they need to they need to make a jingle all the way too, featuring all the same actors. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. I'm surprised they haven't made something like that as a, a sequel. Um, <laughs> right. You know, uh, you know. The, then you got like Love Actually, where they didn't make a sequel, but they've made like a bunch of holiday movies, kind of in that vein of like all these people who don't exactly know each other, 
but all their stories kind of intertwine in some way. Uh, oh but... yeah, they made so many that, oh, that ripped off that sort of do that like <sighs> yes. that montage ensemble movie thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Valentine's and none of them were good. Valentine's New Day, Year's New Eve. Year's. Um, there's another Christmas one that they did a couple years ago. It's called like the holiday or something. Right. It's another like montage piece, and it's just like uh, they also did. It's not holiday, but he's just not that into you. They did. Oh the same. yeah. Oh that one. Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like okay, guys, guys, it wasn't that. But <laughs> actually amazing. Can we stop trying to do that? Just stop. <laughs> It's like they, they're like, you know what? That formula worked. You know what? We're going to try and put on every single thing. You know, that's the Hollywood way. Um, even if it bombs at the box office. They're like, you know what? New Year's didn't work. We're going to try Valentine's Day. I'm surprised right. they haven't tried St. Patty's Day. Or, or, or... Yeah, we're going to have Easter. Yeah. Easter. Black, a story Black Friday. Friendship. Oh, Black, Black Friday, Friday Black where Friday. They, have all the, they have all the celebrities end up beating the crap out of each other by the end of the film. <laughs> oh, no, I'm surprised nobody has made that movie yet. I mean, that you know, people love to watch people beat the crap out of each other. I mean, Black Friday, that would just all would be just makes it like a love story. And I think you got the, the entire audience there with you. Speaking of beating like the crap out of other... people, let's say Jingle All the Way features Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting like 100 different Santa Clauses at once. <laughs> I have to confess, I've actually never watched Jingle All the Way. <laughs> it's, it's so silly. Now this sounds ridiculous. It's yeah, it's one of those movies that's so silly that it's just funny. Like it's just it's fun. It <laughs> if is. you're wanting the feels, you're not you're gonna <laughs> slightly get it, but that's not why you should watch it. Yeah, I would say like it's night and day with with uh, with love actually in the feels oh, department. Ki- <laughs> kind of, kind they're of. kind of the same film. They're they're pretty much the same film. <laughs> Oh man! Actually, it was on the other day, and I had—I—I'm I, not gonna lie—I had to sit and watch it just because I've kind of sporadically thro- watched it throughout the years, but never really sat down and watched the whole thing. So when it is on, you know, like AMC runs their Christmas fest or whatever, and and they do run all their holiday movies, and I, I do I do watch them. I thought that was—I uh, do I do enjoy Jingle All the Way. I'll just say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, my movie that I picked was Scrooge, and I love Scrooge. I mean, you know. First off, you got Bill Murray, Bill frickin' Murray, and and you got him in the in a updated portrayal of of you know the Charles Dickens classic uh, Scrooge, and it's so good, it's so good. I mean, he's like the perfect Scrooge type of character. Um, this his demeanor and his you know how funny he is with being like an asshole, but you still laugh at him, um, <laughs> especially when he's putting people down. You're just like, how can this guy be such a jerk and and it's just so funny. Like he, he, in every single line he says to people when he's mean to them, it just, it just so comes out. I mean, I, you know, it was made a long time ago, but he had to have so much fun with this role and and just playing this this real dark character um, that has to change. You know, obviously we all know the story of him. You know, seeing the three ghosts and then you know it all working out in the end, and he's you know you know happy and 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 like you said, Rose, he does have the big cheesy speech at the end. But um, I'm not going to lie, it does give me goosebumps every time I watch it, just because um, I like it. I think that's cool. And then, like, they have the whole song at the end. It all comes, kind of comes together. But, um, man, I like I, I love this movie. I love that all the ghosts that they had uh, portrayed. I thought um, it was just really, really well done for an updated version. Because a lot of times you get, like, a Scrooged, like, updated version. It's just, like, either cheesy or it's just another Charles Dickens Scrooge 
you know a redo or or something it's nothing ever really it's nothing ever really fun i mean unless it's like the muppets which that's kind of cool that's you know can't go wrong with the muppets i love the muppets by the way so that's <laughs> that's why i say that but um but yeah i love scrooged um i definitely think people should watch it um i i it's my number one movie every time i uh i i do the holidays do come around something i have to watch if if not every day every other day if that sounds crazy <laughs> and weird but that's just how i roll um you know uh but yeah that's so that's my pick but you know there's a lot of christmas movies that are, that are out there that can be considered uh you know classics or or um something that people should always watch or must watch um Rose, what what would you say kind of flies under the radar of holiday movies that people don't watch a whole lot of that that you know people might lose sight of? Um, oh, that's a good question. There's always for me there's the old classics um, that I think a lot of people don't watch anymore, like White Christmas and Holiday Inn. That people just they sort of lost interest and they want like Bad Santa and these really funny newer movies, but the classics are beautiful and they're sweet and Bing Crosby sings and Sinatra dances and clearly I have a very feelsy way of watching Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, everyone should watch Die Hard at Christmas. Oh, that is a, yes, that, that yes. Die Hard. Yes. Yeah, that <laughs> you was... know, that's my non-feels <laughs> one. That one, that one is my like, yay, ooey gooey, sappy, and then Die Hard. <laughs> And Die Hard 2. Yeah, They're good. both set at Christmas. <laughs> That's very true. You want, you know, you can, you can, you know, have the first course with, you know, your feels, Christmas movies, and then your second course, the meat of the sandwich can be like, you know, seeing Bruce Willis blow shit up and, and you know, saying yippee Kaye motherfucker, and, and uh, nailing it every single time. <laughs> um, ever, uh, what about you? Do you, do, are there some holiday movies that you watch that you're like, Man, people should be watching this more often. Like, why isn't this getting more love than others? Well, there's a movie called Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I feel like every year I want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas because I love that movie, but I never get to because there's so many other Christmas movies coming out. But that movie, that movie really has like a Christmas feel, even though it's like a nightmare and it's set in like Halloween Town for half the movie, but. I, I kind of agree with Rose that I think some of the the older classics are being looked over nowadays. But yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah. think so, I think just like who knows stuff that gets looked over could be like the Hebrew Hammers, people that celebrate Hanukkah, movies like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I mean, that's set during Christmas. Yeah, really that's, good one. That's true. Yeah, like for me, like I love always. I always love watching um, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, to me, that's kind of the movie that spawned the whole, like, uh, taking your life and seeing what it would be like if it was in another, in another way. Um, you know, it, it started, it kind of started that, uh, that whole, that whole trend. Um, I think you can kind of say, like, they did something similar with Scrooge, only he kind of sat back from a distance, whereas uh, Wonderful Life, I mean, this, there's a world that takes place without him around. Um, right. Yeah, and so like, and I've always like gravitated to that, and that's I think that's why I also love um, like if I had a top five, I think um, the Family Man would probably be up there. Um, I know a lot of yeah. I know I know Nick Cage gets a lot of heat nowadays, but before all this, <laughs> um, Merry Christmas, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> that's my best Nick Cage. Oh, sorry. Man, that that's good. a good Nick Cage. <laughs> 
I was going to ask if you guys put Miracle on 34th Street in your top five, because I find that movie really long and boring for a Christmas which, movie. Which version? There's yeah, two Miracle on 34th. Either of them. <laughs> They're both, like, I feel like the newer one, the one from 1994, was the one that I watched growing up, and I feel like that movie just, like, I think I watched it once or twice, and I know that it's got a sweet, like, ending to it. And kind of like a magical ending. I've never seen the the 47 version, but I've never watched it again just because I remember it being like a long, drawn-out, like, courtroom drama yeah, <laughs> for, for have, part of it. I have to admit, I actually like the, the original. I think it's really sweet. I dislike the 90s version because I forget her name, but the little child actress who stars in it and who was also in Matilda, Matilda. and yeah, yeah. Uh, a bunch called, of other so, stuff in the 90s. We'll call her, like generic 90s (laughs) child girl um she and i feel so bad saying this because i i I feel like i'm criticizing a small child but oh my god she annoys the crap out of me and i just like i can't watch movies with her in them because i just i want to just be like no just go sit in a corner and don't look at anyone ever and i feel terrible she's like an adorable little girl and she's an actress but you know, there's Mara just like, Wilson, by the way. Oh, that's, that's what it, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, like, she's adorable, and she's not, like, a bad actress, and I feel terrible, but, you know, there's some people that there's just something about them that you do not like, and if she was an adult and not a child, I'd want to just smack her in the face. <laughs> she, kinda... it, she is an adult now, but I'm sure I might right. not want to smack her in the face anymore. You see, you're um, a picture of her now. She kind of looks like Jessica Jones. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah, funny. She's, she's 29 years old. No, but uh, it's like one of those things where you see her on screen and you're just like, nope, nope, nope. Um, I want to ask you guys, you know, I was, uh, I was on Facebook earlier today and a friend of mine put Home Alone 2, greatest of all time or nah. And, and I'm just curious, do you think the Home Alone movies are uh, are just right or do you think they're overrated, uh, Rose? I'm I'm kind of going to go overrated. I think we all love them so much because, you know, we grew up with them and we were um we were watching them at a time that, you know, we were young and that was like wish fulfillment, you know, being left at home and being able to order and eat a whole pizza. Like that was that was sort of a peak of awesome evening. It still is actually. Eating a whole pizza is still amazing, but I can do it all the time, so it's lost its charm. But um, you know, like it was, it was so cool and there's so much nostalgia for them. But if you actually watch them as an adult in some ways, I'm just like, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> you know, there's part of me that's like, this is a little over the top guys. Can we just, can we turn it a teensy bit down? No, because it's Home Alone. All right. It's still fun. Um, but it is a little overrated on Home Alone though. I did, uh, I was reading about something that apparently people think this is a plot hole, and I don't know if you guys would think this, but the fact that the phones are down so he can't get hold of his mom, um, but he's able to, to call to order pizza. Oh. Right? Now, people... Uh, well, apparently people think this is a plot hole, but it's not. So just in case anyone who's listening is under the impression that this is a major plot hole and is maybe young and doesn't know how landlines used to work... Um, like the local area landline 
does not necessarily go down if international lines, which are through multiple different areas, to right. bounce Copper. avoid Paris. Copper those, wiring. Yeah, those can go down at any point, and your local landlines don't. So that's but, how the phone still works. But why didn't he just use his iPhone? I mean, come on, <laughs> unrealistic. <laughs> I mean, he could have just used the app, come on. Right, right. just There's... order pizza online like a normal kid. <laughs> totally an app for that i love to imagine the two the two crooks in the home alone movies like try to imagine them in a real world scenario because those guys are hilarious and they're so unrealistic i mean kevin's unrealistic as well like he wouldn't be if he was just like a super genius savant but you know his family definitely doesn't treat him like that so i don't know kevin's like a little right right yeah, I mean the movies—they're—they're—they're they're, they're cute, and you know we re- we remember them from our childhood. And I think I'm probably gonna be watching those movies, you know, till my last Christmas, just because I grew up on them. But yeah, they're—they're they're a little overrated. I think it's more of like a—I don't know, just something that we used to watch when we were kids, and we liked it so much back then, and we still like it that much now, but. It's really no justification. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, that's the thing, and I think you come across the thing, like you were saying, uh, Everett, where, you know, you, you even brought up uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, but then you're like, there's so many other movies I'm watching that I forget about that one, or, you know, and I think I think Home Alone yeah. can definitely fall in that category. Um, like, I don't I don't own it, but if it's on TV, there's, if, if I'm not watching anything else, I probably will sit down and watch it, but I do agree that it's one of those ones where we did enjoy it so much more as kids because it's a kid that we can relate to because we're all, we were all there. We were all young and, and here he is like a kid that running like crazy, eating whole pizzas and, and, you know, partying up in his place by himself. Um, I mean, or even in the sequel, he runs around New York. I mean, right. Who doesn't dream of that? America? He's going to like a toy store and going crazy. I mean, come on. That's like every kid, at least, you know, when we were kids, that was, that was so much fun. Um, I do have a soft spot for Home Alone 2 though, because my parents took me out of school to go watch it at the theater. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Those are good parents. You had some nice parents. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Pulled me out towards... I think there was like an hour or two left of school when they pulled me out and we went and saw Home Alone too. So um, the best <laughs> the best characters in the Home Alone movies are the neighbor and then the pigeon lady in number two. Like those characters are so damn well done. Like I just I just love it because he freaks out and they're made to be like super scary, but they end up being the hero in the end. That's a good point. Like like you don't think about that as a kid. Like you really do see them as kind of like scary person because you don't know who they are and and right and buzz right and buzz says he he killed his family (laughs) and put him in the trash can you're like seven years old and and you see him scooping with a shovel into a trash can you believe him (laughs) (laughs) no i totally i totally agree i mean that's just one of those things where you believe it as a kid i mean again we can say that about a lot of movies uh but um you know another movie that i really enjoy around christmas time is a Christmas story. Um, now that's one that you know they kind of they do. I will admit they probably throw a little too much at Christmas time because I think TNT or TBS they like simulcast it for like yeah. 24 hours on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Like it's just nonstop going. Now that is one I do own, uh, but I still will watch it. Like I like it. I mean, what uh, Rose? What's your opinion of a Christmas story? 
I have to admit that I only saw it for the first time last year, I think, two years ago maybe. Mm -hmm. Because two years ago, there we go, unimportant detail, but um, (laughs) uh, because I didn't grow up in uh, North America, I grew up in Europe. Mm -hmm. So it's, and it's not really a thing there, it's a very, very American movie. So I saw it for the first time because I had a bunch of friends here now that I'm in Canada saying, you have to watch this, it's so good. And I watched it and I was like, uh, really? Why? Yeah, it's definitely one of those nostalgia movies like Home Alone. It's Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you have to have, have done some childhood watching to care about it at all because I was just watching it and my friends are, you know, cracking up and like look how ugly this lamp is and his tongue stuck to a pole and I'm like yeah, yeah. and uh, it was it's Kid, not a thing <laughs> kids nowadays probably have no clue what a double dog swear even means oh god yeah that's a good point I mean you do that if, if, if a kid was to do that to another kid they probably whip out their iPhone and have to google it because they don't know what they're talking about um, right. Ever, do you care for a Christmas story or is, is that one you watch uh, it's kind of the opposite of Rose. Like now that I live in Europe, I don't. It's not on during on on Christmas Day. But I feel like if I was home back in the U.S., I would probably have it on and watch it. Maybe not the whole movie, but watch like you know during like a a downtime in between meals or something like you know when the family's just kind of mm-hmm. hanging out. Maybe I'll watch it then. But it's not one of those movies that I absolutely have to see every year. So I've seen it so many times. Yeah. It, it, it definitely falls. It definitely can fall under the whole like overrated thing with home alone. Um, mainly because it, it does get, like I said, they have the 24 hour thing, like a 24 hour marathon from Christmas Eve, Christmas day. So that can kind of get a little too much for people. I can totally understand that. Um, where are you guys at with uh, Christmas vacation? You know, the whole, goofy uh clark griswold and his family trying to get christmas done and and as always clark uh finds a way to make it um well finds a way to screw things up but also brings the family together um in the end uh, what do you think everett oh man i love that movie so much like it's not like a jingle all the way love but it's like i think that's probably my second favorite christmas movie of all time because just just some of the gags that they pull is so funny with like the the old grandparents who bring a a cat in a box, you know, because she's a little a little senile, and the cat ends up getting fried on like the loose tree wires. Like that kind of writing isn't seen in Christmas movies nowadays, <laughs> and that and that kind of black comedy is what really you know touches my funny bone. So I. I don't know. I think it's. I think that movie's a classic, and I think it still holds up today. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, Rose, uh, are you a fan of Christmas Vacation? I've actually never seen it, um, and now given the description that I just heard, I'm horrified. <laughs> 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 I don't think I will. It's so um, funny, though. It's so. As funny. a general, as a general rule, I haven't seen any of the National Lampoons. Ever. Um, and, as a, and from what I hear of them and what I see from like um, sort of trailers and reviews, I'm not sure it's my sense of humor particularly. Um, definitely not if we're hurting cats because I can't do it. I can't. That's, that's also, for the record, the reason why I 
I actually stopped speaking to someone for making me watch the Boondock Saints, and I've never seen it again. Can't oh, do it. Oh, I completely God. forgot about that scene. Right. Now that, <laughs> that is burned yeah. into my brain for all eternity. I actually occasionally it pops up in my nightmares. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, the, oh, the cat no. scene was a very small part of that movie, but yeah, <laughs> one, one, one cat was harmed in the making of that film. <laughs> I'll have to, like, if I decide to watch it, I'll have to, like, download a copy. Shh, don't do that. And, uh, like, edit it out. Like, actually put it, like, put it into editing software and get someone else to be like, find that scene and remove it. And then I'll watch the movie. You could probably get away with that, actually. Like, you take that one scene. I, I don't think you would hurt the overall story. I think you'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the, tree would, the tree would just be charred all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'd know. You know, I'd be like, I know what happened there. I'm glad I didn't see it. Like, you know, so like if your mom used to put your hand over your eyes if it was a bad, scary scene and she thought you were too right. young to see it or, like, fast forward through it, maybe that was just my mom. Well, to be fair, the cat is under a, uh, an armchair when it when it gets electrocuted and explodes. <laughs> yes. So you don't you don't see it. <laughs> well, on, on the bright side, they don't do what Boondock Saints did, and they don't actually show it. Right, uh, right. It's just one of those things where you kind of see something in the background, but you don't know what it is until they actually acknowledge it. So, right, they sh- they show the cat playing with the outlet that the tree is plugged into, and then all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. They don't they don't go to the boondocks level, and, and yeah. So, but right. um, um, speaking of horrible movies, I was actually good, hey, good segue. <laughs> did, did you like it? I have a dog named Segway. Uh, oh, nice. And, uh, have you guys seen the Star Wars Holiday Special? I've heard yes. of it, but. Okay, ever go ahead. I I haven't seen it, so it's amazing. It's like the best <laughs> all Wookiee cast with guest appearances from actual Star Wars characters ever. It's actually the only one ever made, so that stands. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's it's a little insane. It's it's about like a Wookiee family, right? It's been forever since I've seen it. They have two yeah, Wookiee kids. It's about. It's called. Um, it's Chewie's family. Yeah. And it's about, like, they, oh, I forget what the name of their holiday day is. It's not called Christmas on, like, Wookiee land. Um, it's called, like, I don't know, Fraptious Day. That's from Alice in Wonderland, but whatever. And there, it's this, this family of, like, Leave it to Beaver sitcom level characters. We have, like, Mom Wookiee in the kitchen making holiday day food and like nagging husband Wookiee who is watching TV and like there's old Wookiee and small child Wookiee and like like yeah. 90% of the script is them making Wookiee noises and it's not like subtitled so you have right. you'll have like 10-15 minute periods where they're just all going Aah! and then that's it and you don't know what they're saying and it's hilarious uh, it's actually called Life Day. I, I'm looking it Thank up now. Thank you. Life but Day. I prefer the thing, Day. The thing that makes people watch it is is not only does it have John Williams' music in it, but it's got, it's got guest appearances from almost every character besides... Actually, Darth Vader does even show up in it. It's got James L. Jones credited here. But yeah, I, I just remember it just being bonkers. Yeah, it's, it's completely nuts. It's like, it's... It's one of these movies that it's not a good movie, and you will never get those two hours back from your life. 
<laughs> but it's so like it's almost so bad it's good and uh i just i have to watch anything to do with star wars so <laughs> requirement and given that it is star wars day this month yeah. star wars um i feel like everyone should be watching that this year because star wars Right. Now I want to go find this. I want to go find this. If you guys, if anyone finds out where this is, because I'm going to look for this, I want to go watch this now. Because I've never seen this. I'm so mad at myself for never watching this. But um, Actually, it makes me wonder, is there any other like TV shows that maybe um, you guys enjoyed that were very much fun with uh, uh, like Christmas-themed or any or, or no? Just, I mean, it could even be an episode of our favorite shows that we've been watching recently. Well, I... Literally about three hours ago, I just finished watching, uh, there's been four episodes, including the newest one that aired last night of Modern Family, that have been Christmas themed, and, and so we went through and watched all four of them. There's one in season one, three, five, and then the recent one, six, mm-hmm. that are all Christmas themed, and all, all, all four of those episodes are just really fantastic. Especially the new one, they that uh, I can't get enough of that show. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah, really pretty cool. pretty much all my favorite kind of sitcom shows that they they tend to do at least a couple Christmas themed episodes. Like I, I like to watch the Happy Endings ones and oh, that's they, so good. I was just about to mention that one. Oh, I know. I love the Happy Endings ones. That Big Bang Theory got the episode where, she, where Penny gives Sheldon uh, the, the signed napkin of Leonard Nimoy. And it's that's probably one of the best scenes of that whole entire series. And yeah, just favorite shows, find a Christmas episode. There's probably one. <laughs> yeah, I love, um, I love the How I Met Your Mother Christmas episodes. I think that they're really fun, but I love How I Met Your Mother. Happy Endings as well. So good. Um, <laughs> recently, recently just came out this week was the mid-season finale of Flash, which, as well as being amazing, is, like, uber Christmassy. It is just Christmas all over the place, and, like, Mark Hamill in a Santa suit, and it's, it's hilarious. I love that show. I love how ridiculously, like, punny it is, and they just went completely overboard with the cheese factor oh, for yeah. this one because, it's like, it's Christmassy and they're being ridiculous, and it's, like, Santa's evil and sending people bombs for Christmas, and, like... Oh, but it's so good. <laughs> so good. And it was so Christmassy. It felt like a Christmas episode. Uh, and that made me happy. I, I, I wish they would release just the soundbite of Zoom saying Merry Christmas. Because I would change my phone messaging to just that. And then saying, please leave a message at the center of this beep. Because I like him saying Merry Christmas in his voice is creepy and disturbing and hilarious all at the same time. I can get you that soundbite, Pete. Yes, thank you. Yes, I wanted that so bad. Because when when that scene happened with him and Harris and Wells, I was just like, what? In fact, we could put that soundbite at the end of this podcast. It is done. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the Flash did do a nice job of, of, you know, having the whole Christmas theme and then ending on a nice note, which we all saw. With you know uh, the appearance of, of spoiler alert uh, Wally West, so that was that was that was nice. That was nice. Um, I I am uh, a big fan of the Friends TV show, 
Um, I thought they always did a pretty nice job of, of uh, the Christmas-themed episodes. Uh, especially the there's one in particular I really enjoy where Ross is trying to explain to his son how what Hanukkah is, and he can't get... Well, actually, first he wants to get a Santa suit, but then Chandler rents the last one, and so he has to wear an no, Hanukkah. No, 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 no. Oh, he, didn't, he didn't want a Santa suit because he oh, just wanted to right. do Hanukkah, that's and then right. Ben was really upset and was like, Does, is Santa mad at me? And your heart just broke. <laughs> So then he tried to get one and couldn't, and Chandler managed to borrow one from a guy at work. Thank you. My yes. God, I know friends way too well. Um, yeah, so yeah, so then that. we end up with like Santa Claus and Superman yeah. and the holiday armadillo. <laughs> oh man, Joey's Joey's like uh, Superman's here, you know? Just oh, that was so hilarious. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you got you know you, you got all three of those funny characters, but that was I thought that was a really good episode because Ross is really trying to do this for his son. And it backfires. Oh, I got to figure out a Santa suit. Oh, Chandler's got it. Oh, there's Joey with the Superman costume. So, yeah, that was uh, that was certainly a, a, a really, really funny episode. Um, now, we were talking about uh, bad TV shows, and, and, you know, you brought up the Star Wars holiday movie one. But um, has there ever been a bad Christmas movie you guys have watched? Like, something you said, wow, this is a Christmas movie? Like, this is terrible. Like, you know, it could be, even be, like, a dramatic movie that they put out now, like – this seems like the big thing, at least in the last few years, is they put out um, a big family Christmas movie somehow that they want people to relate to, but it just seems like it might be overdone, or or maybe just the family, the you know the uh, the discombobulated family, maybe isn't resonating with audiences. Has there have you guys ran into a movie where it just didn't work for you at all and it was Christmas themed, uh, Rose? Um. Yes, actually, I just watched on Netflix as part of my foray into their Christmas land. Uh, I watched a movie called Holiday Engagement, and it is just the worst, ridiculous, cheesy rom-com setup ever. <laughs> Essentially, it, basically, it's this sort of crazy woman who I know that we're meant to think is, like, really attractive and relatable, but she's not, and... Or I couldn't relate to her, obviously. And she's engaged, and she's somehow been with her boyfriend for, like, two years, and he's never come home to meet her parents, and he's clearly the biggest jerk that ever came out of Jerkville. Um, just, like, ever. And he dumps her right before Christmas, like I said, biggest jerk ever. And so she, like, hires a fake fiancé to come and pretend to be the fiancé to her parents, because she doesn't want them to know that her asshole boyfriend dumped her. And so you get this, like, like obviously we know what's going to happen. You can tell from the setup. Jerkface changes his mind and tries to come back, so the family's all shocked and wants to kick out. Fake fiancé, fake fiancé, and girl have magically fallen in love. They've also decided that, like, and randomly her mom's like, when's the date going to be? So she's like, uh, two weeks from now what? <laughs> like, this is not a thing. And they go, like, wedding dress shopping and stuff, and I'm just sitting there going, honey, you can't get a dress in less than six months. I just did this. Like, and, you know, and, like, it's so predictable, and the characters are so two-dimensional. Like, Jerkface has zero redeeming features. Zero. <laughs> He's so unbelievable. Like, the Grinch is a more relatable character than this guy. And whereas, and then, you know, adorable fun actor guy that she hires is just obviously so perfect 
that it makes your teeth hurt. Like, oh, it's terrible. Go watch it and see how bad it is for yourself. <laughs> uh, Everett. So Sarah wanted me to mention love, actually. So I think this is a good point. No, I'm just kidding. Since Rose already talked about love, actually, I, I, I don't mind that film. Um, I feel like since I'm not a big horror watching person, I think like Black Christmas and those like Christmas theme horror films are all just just trash to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, horror fans. I know Chris Beery. He's going to listen to this, and he's one, uh, but I just, I can't get into those. Um, I don't know. There's like a, a Michael Keaton snowman movie that was that was kind of bad. Oh, what was that? Um, oh, that's yeah, good. Like that is going to bug snowman. me. Out. Yeah, I know he's, he, like, his, like, he dies, but he goes, right. like, his soul goes into a snowman, and that's how he, and that's how he survives, at least for the winter, because... Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost, that's what it's called. <laughs> so I was like, what is that? Um... But yeah, that's just uh, like it's it sets up for a really sad ending because sorry, right. there you know, unless you're flying that snowman to the North Pole, uh he's he's melting and that's not going to be a, a, a happy ending. Um, right. But uh, Jack uh, Frost also, I was going to say Jack there's... Frost scored higher than Jingle all the way, so that tells you a lot about my picks for worst Christmas movie. Uh with Jack Frost there's also so Santa the Santa Claus with uh, Tim Allen is actually a fun movie. I really like that movie. But they kind of went overboard with the sequels. And the Santa Claus 3 is Santa oh. versus Jack Frost in like an <laughs> epic throwdown. It's ridiculous. It's, it's the, so the, the worst use of Martin Short that I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> oh, man. Waste of talent. You're better off watching uh, The Three Amigos than, than watching, uh, <laughs> watching Santa Claus 3. You know, oh, no. UFC style. Um, no, you know what movie I, <clears throat> a movie I've watched uh, that was, you know, and I was talking about the whole, you know, movies coming out that have this like they try to have this family dynamic of this screwed up family that's trying to come together. Uh, there's a movie that came out. It's called The Family Stone. It actually has a lot of big name people in it. You got uh, Rachel McAdams. You got uh, Luke Wilson, Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, I think his name's Dermot Mulroney. I think. I think that's his name. Um, you have Diane Keaton. So, like, a lot of, like, uh, and uh, Claire Danes. And and so you have a lot of these, like, heavy hitters. Like, you know, maybe they were trying to catch, uh, you know, pick up on the, the Love Actually um, uh, uh, train. You know, obviously it wasn't like they're – these characters are all related in some way. But um, it's, it's, just, it's just really bad because – God, how do I break this down for you guys? Um, basically, at the end – uh, one of the, the sisters hooks up with her sister's boyfriend or, or soon to be husband and and it's just it's just really really bizarre and really weird and the whole thing is sad because like the mom passes away at the end because she has breast cancer and so it's a serious Jesus. subject but they totally screw it up and it's just oh no my thanks. god I was like really like this it's like it's like they took the drama of all the e reality shows and mixed it with like like something like a serious topic like like breast cancer and i was like really like right. that's just it's not what are you like what are you doing like you don't you don't have you don't have you don't you don't know your place in your in your movie yet or something you don't know you don't know your identity i guess is what i'm saying like that it just yeah. that just really bugged me because it, it's For, like 
Okay. I was going to say, for the people watching that movie on Christmas, they don't need to be watching that movie. No, on like, Christmas. turn it off. Go watch Jingle All the Way. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just like that's that's definitely uh, that's definitely not uh, a movie I recommend at all, and and I say that as someone who's actually sat through the whole thing. Um, <clears throat> uh, now, even though we're talking about holiday shows, you know we got the end of the year coming up, and a lot of uh, and a lot of things are going to happen in 2016 with a lot of movies and TV shows we watch. Now I, I want to veer off a little. Um, because I have you three on, I wanted to ask you guys: um, Do you guys have any TV resolution resolutions for 2016? Uh, Rose, I'll start with you. Oh, I, I actually I kind of there's different shows that I want to watch, and at the same time I kind of want to resolve to watch fewer TV shows because I watch so freaking many and it takes up so much of my time um like to the point that now that we're on mid-season breaks i'm kind of confused and just don't know entirely what to do with like two hours of my day um just awesome but really weird um i'm really excited for limitless and blind spot to come back actually i actually think my big resolution is going to be to try to watch some uh, uh, maybe one or two less superhero shows oh good luck with that rose I know, like, oh, come on, we're not going to. Um, but to try and watch more shows that are not superhero-related, because I started watching Blindspot and Limit this this year, and I love them both. I think they're so good. And it was really cool to, to veer away and to stop and to watch something that's not superhero-based, because that's just, like, the entirety of my viewing is superheroes, Supernatural, and Once Upon a Time. Um, so it's kind of like it's nice to watch something different so I want to do that more nice nice uh, Everett you well I guess I'm not really sure about re- resolutions but the, the show I'm most looking forward to that's starting shortly after the new year is Lucifer which is a comic book show I don't, I don't, you wouldn't call him a superhero but I've seen the pilot and it's really really good and I think everyone's going to be wanting to watch it. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I probably need to set a resolution to catch up on The Walking Dead because I'm just not not doing that. I'm not giving myself enough free time to to sit down and, and catch up on season five and then <laughs> catch up on season six. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice, nice. Um, I think I'm like you, Rose. I need to cut down some. Um, God, my DVR is like is like so huge right now because I have so many shows I need to catch up on. It's ridiculous. Um, I I I've barely now been able to catch up on American Horror Story. Um, I was really intrigued by that show just because Lady Gaga was on it. Um, but uh, it's it's actually been really really good. But I still need to catch up on on Blind Spot and Limitless. I'm so mad like because I really want to watch those shows. Like I really like really really like those shows. Um, but it's so hard because, you know, I mean, you got Legends of Tomorrow starting in January. Agent Carter's coming back in January. Um, oh, like, it's just insane. And I feel like I feel like I wouldn't be doing my job as a podcaster if I wasn't watching these shows. And then, you know, we're, we have a show dedicated to them. So. Um, but I do need to cut back on something. Um, <laughs> I have, I, right? It's just like, <laughs> I need to cut back on... Yeah. <laughs> 
sleep. I'll cut back up. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I only need like one or two hours of sleep. Sure. Yeah. When... <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I would like to cut stuff down. It might be a thing where I have to go into my DVR and just like, you know, delete something. Like I have to force my finger to hit delete. Or it's, it's not gonna delete. Like I am like the ultimate DVR hoarder. Like if you go to my DVR, it is just filled with shows that I haven't watched. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get to that one. I'll get to that one. I'll get to that one. And then I'm like, oh yeah, there's still Netflix shows I gotta watch. Oh my god, just um, I was I thought it was hilarious when uh, last um, last year Andy Sandberg hosted um, it was the Emmys, and he did his opening bit was really funny because. It talked about how, you know, he was, like, at a dinner party and people were like, oh, have you watched Homeland or Game of Thrones or Walking Dead? And, and they're naming up all these shows and he's like, he, he looks like a deer in headlights because he's like, I've never watched any of these shows. So he buries himself in, like, a bunker and, like, watches all these shows. <laughs> and he comes out, like, never showered, has a huge beard. And I feel like that's what you have to do if you want to catch up on every single television show out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I love. I feel like we're in like a such great, uh, a, such an, an amazing age of television. But there's just not enough hours in the day to uh, to watch it all, and it sucks because there's so much. I didn't even talk about Amazon. There's Amazon TV shows too. God. <laughs> <laughs> you just oh, need a time God. machine so that after we watch one, we can reverse time and watch another one. Oh, that would be so easy. Oh, that'd be amazing. I need a DeLorean so bad right now. Right. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to say. Uh, well, I think this will wrap up our our show for for this holiday season. Um, I want to thank uh, Rose and Everett for joining me. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, when we when I said we'd wing this, I really wasn't sure how this was going to go. I just knew that I wanted us to talk about holiday movies and kind of like what they meant to us and and the ones we really enjoy as as well as the ones that we've seen that we would want to help people. Uh, to stay away from. So, um, Rose, Everett, thank you very much for coming on and, and, and doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks and for happy having holidays. Us. Um, now, normally, uh, when we end our regular show, um, we do like a classic movie pick. So, we've named off a bunch of movies. Now, it, would it be a challenge if I asked you guys to suggest a movie that we haven't talked about at all that would be Christmas related? Not at all. I have, like, two that I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> all right. Uh, why don't you give me one of them, uh, Rose? Uh, can I just give you both? They're both oh, so yeah, good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one is Elf. I can't believe we haven't talked about Elf. Oh, yes. How right. did that happen? The other one is one that I doubt anyone will have seen, but really should because it's adorable, which is the Beauty and the Beast holiday special movie that's called Beauty and the Beast Unenchanted Christmas. And there's an insane, um, like crazy maestro that was turned into a wall organ that's trying to kill Belle, and it's amazing. It's perfect. Watch it. <laughs> nice. Uh, Everett. So... Gabby G uh, all the way. <laughs> it, no. No, this is actually a little crazier, and I, I've only seen it a couple times, but I remember finding it really funny. Uh, Friday After Next, with uh, Ice, Ice Cube and Mike Epps, that... That movie is pretty damn funny, and it's set at Christmas time, in in the ghetto. <laughs> so that falls in line, Everett. Nice job. <laughs> Go watch that. Um, I wanted to uh, suggest uh, Ernest Saves Christmas because if you love the Ernest character as much as I do, 
you know Jim Varney back when like he was he had his whole run of of uh, of uh, Ernest movies uh, they were really funny and and Ernest Ernest Saves Christmas is is just another one that I think I think you'd enjoy I mean you can even watch it with your kids I think uh, it's harmless and uh, and he's He's a really funny guy, um, and I, I just enjoyed all those movies. Um, even though Ernest Goes to Jail is probably my favorite one out of all those, but all I right. will still suggest uh, Ernest Saves Christmas because because it is a it is a good one. Um, okay, so that is gonna do it for our show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, before we go, we'll do our usual plugs. Uh, Rose, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you at? All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Rose Moore Writes. You can find me under that for Facebook and Instagram as well. Uh, you can find me on my website, which is rosemorewrites.com, and you can see some of my ramblings about superheroes and movies and TV on moviepilot.com and on Screen Rant. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rose. Um, Everett. Yes, mine's less impressive, but you can find me <laughs> on Twitter at the Everwritten. Uh, you can check out the GWW podcast feed that uh, me and Sarah Belmont, who is a co-host on Scene and Nerd, we just recorded a Arrow mid-season special podcast that we uh, we kind of theory spiral quite hard in that. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, oh, yeah, we're doing a Jessica Jones podcast with uh, Sarah and my, my buddy John as well. Yeah, so definitely check those things out. Um... A lot of fun. Uh, what's yep. that? Go ahead, Everett. No, I was going to say the GWW.com. Yes. Uh, you can find all our stuff over there, uh, GW.com. The GWW.com. Oh, my God. English is so hard. Um, so, yeah. So, you can find me at Pacing Pete on Twitter. You can find us at Scene and Nerd on Twitter. Go to iTunes. Let us know what you think. Um, and I uh, just wanted to say happy holidays. Whatever holiday you, you celebrate with your family, I hope it's a great one. Have a safe one, and we will see you in 2016. Um, have a good one. Merry Christmas.